Welcome to Houseplant Homebody. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm here to tell you all about my favorite thing, plants. You ready? Welcome to the 11th episode on July 21st, 2020. We're going to be doing something a little bit different by learning what resources I like to use to find all my houseplant and plant information. And this is just a reminder that you can find more on houseplant-homebody.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, or YouTube at Houseplant Homebody. All the social media links can be found on houseplant-homebody.com as well. And don't forget to join me on Patreon for exclusive podcasts, early access to podcasts, and exclusive content. Let's dive in. So this episode is going to be a little bit shorter than my usual one simply because I just wanted to go into a little bit of detail of what resources I use and give you guys links on my website to all of the books that I've read or the websites that I have previously looked at and used just in case you'd like to support them and see them as well. This podcast for me is all about sharing all the information that I have learned. So the more help I can give you by giving you resources, that is exactly what I'm trying to do. Obviously, if you have questions or want to learn something from me, you're welcome to tune into the podcast and check the websites, but I am here to help you with all those resources. So if you saw on my website or Instagram or Facebook page, I had a picture for this post for the day of a stack of books next to a plant in my Instagram and Facebook feed. And those are the books that I use. So I'm going to go through them. I'll read the titles off, um, but I will post all of them on my website. I'll post the titles and the authors and everything as well in kind of the idea of what I'm learning from each of them. So the first book I have on the top of that stack in the pictures is called 101 Essential Tips and it's about a bonsai and it's published by DK Publishing. DK Publishing I know has had a ton of wonderful resources, encyclopedias, and information previously. I remember a long time when I was a kid I loved dogs and I would always check out the DK Publishing dog encyclopedia and I would read it constantly. I have to return it and then I just go check it out again. So DK Publishing is really, really good. And in this Bonsai 101 Essential Tips book, it's a tiny book, but there's a ton of information. It talks about everything from maintaining a bonsai tree to pruning to wiring it to trimming the roots everything. It also goes through other suitable species of bonsai that could work for you, how to root a bonsai, everything. So I would definitely check that out. It's again DK Publishing. It's called Bonsai. It's 101 Essential Tips. It's a tiny little book and this one is really, really good. I have never had a bonsai tree simply because they're a little bit more expensive that I haven't had them, but I am dying to. I will get one at some point and I'm going to test my skills and see if I can do it. So the next book that I have mentioned a couple times is called The Healing Power of Plants by Fran Bailey and the tagline on it says, The Hero Houseplants Will Love You Back. Love it! And this has a lot of information on how to take care of your plants and what your plants can do for you too. So it gives you a little bit of insight on how to take care of all your plants, all the detailed information on a bunch of different house plants. And then each section is based off of how those plants will help you. So there is a section that says plants to help you get well soon, which includes bird's nest fern, 
maidenhair fern, urn plant, and basically that section talks about how plants can enhance the healing environment. And I'll just read right from it. It says, according to studies, hospital patients with plants in the room feel more positive have lower blood pressure, and reduce stress levels. So each section includes a bunch of plants and kind of has a little quote at the bottom that talks about how these plants will help you. Not only will they help you, but obviously this book is allowing you to help your plants. Then they also have tips on propagation in the back. So they have a bunch of different ways to propagate, how to do it, and that kind of thing. So that's a really good book. It's a pink book, so you'll know it when you see it. It's a very modern font pink book. It has a, some, obviously, green plants with concrete planters on the front, and the, the binding is a dark green with pink lettering. So again, that's The Healing Power of Plants with Fran Bailey. That one's a great one, too. So I'd highly recommend it. So the next one is kind of fun. It's called Happy Cactus, Cacti, Succulents, and More. Again, by DK Publishing. And this one is a really fun book. Just the way they have it laid out is very fun. They have little bursts of color with a little pocket information. They have little word bubbles with information pointing at the plants. So they have a lot going on. This book is specifically cacti succulents, kind of any plant in that realm. So if you're looking for a plant that's about a regular house plant, like you want a book about, for example, Monstera, which will be my next podcast, that this book wouldn't be for you. But if you wanted to really understand varieties of cacti and succulents, this is a really fun book to look at. So I definitely recommend it. Again, it's called Happy Cactus, Cacti, Succulents, and More, again by DK Publishing. The next one I've mentioned a few times, it's called House Plants, A Guide to Choosing and Caring for Indoor Plants by Elisa Eldridge Steinkoff. And this is a great one because it's very similarly set up to the healing power of plants in the way they have the plant information laid out. So they have sectioned off parts of this book that are easy plants, moderate plants, and challenging plants. If you're looking for a challenging plant to try, you can just turn to that section of the book and find ideas that you could get. And they have have information, obviously like botanical name, background origin information, light preferences, watering, flowering, size, propagation, and they have other information too, such as cultivars. Some of them have specific cultivar names in here too. So this is a really good book. So Lisa Eldridge Steinkoff is known as a houseplant guru. So she has a ton of information and she actually has a blog called thehouseplantguru.com, which is also a great resource to use too. So I'd highly recommend getting her book and checking out her blog and her website for a lot of good information. The next one that I have used, I love this book and it is also DK Publishing. Again, DK Publishing, pulling out all the stops here. It's a book called Practical Cactus and Succulent Book, How to Choose, Nurture, and Display 200 Cacti and Succulents. It's written by Fran Bailey in Zaya Alloway. And I've mentioned this a couple times. And Fran Bailey is also the author of The Healing Powder of Plants that I just said. So amazing information in here. It goes into great detail on cacti and succulents. Even a little bit more than the happy cactus, but still has amazing information in both 
This one is a very clean book. It gives you plant profiles and it's split into different sections. So obviously there's plant information in it, but they also have different sections, really unique sections that you're not finding in a lot of other books in the same books as the care and cultivars and stuff like that. So they have designing with plants. So it offers you information on how to design with houseplants with color and texture and all that stuff. And it also has a section called plant projects. So it walks you through how to create an indoor window box or a succulent terrarium or anything like that which would be great if you're trying to learn how to do that yourself and then obviously it has plant profiles and it breaks it between cacti and succulents. The first half of the plant profiles is all different varieties of cacti and the second half is all different varieties of succulents. And they go into greater detail of specific cultivars too. And then in the back, it also goes through care and cultivation. So general care, how to propagate and graft and problem solving with pests, diseases, insects, all that stuff. So this is a great book. Um, again, it's Practical Cactus and Succulent Book by Fran Bailey and Zaya Alloway. So really, really good source. I use that a lot. The next book I have, I got for my brother-in-law. Thank you, Cameron. <laughs> um, it's called Decorative Terrariums, 47 Beautiful Ideas Created with Succulents, Air Plants, Moss, and Orchids. This is just a fun book that he had got me for Christmas and it goes into a lot of really cool details on how to display some of the varieties of succulents and air plants and different mosses and orchids too to make it look the best and make it look very appealing. So there's a ton of different projects in here, again 47 ideas, that give you very detailed information on exactly what you need, how much you need, what you should be doing, how you should be doing it exactly, and all that good stuff. So this is just a really fun book if you're trying to experiment with different succulents and air plants, moss or orchids, and trying to create terrariums. This is a wonderful book to look at. So definitely check it out. It's called Decorative Terrariums by Sueko Katsuji. So highly recommend it. Check it out. The next one, which I would love to learn more about this, and I just haven't put myself in a situation to really understand this side of plants, but it's called The Edible Garden from the editors of Country Garden Magazine. So it shows you how to grow your own vegetables, fruits, herbs, no matter where you live, and it gives you lots of wonderful information about different kinds of vegetables or fruits or herbs or whatever. It gives you information on how to care for it, when to start it, when to harvest it, if there's pests and disease issues what varieties are out there, and how to take care of it in different garden settings too. And it breaks it down by season. And in the beginning, it talks about planning, planting, cultivating. It really allows you to understand the whole thought process behind gardening. So one of my goals is to learn a little bit more about this, but since I don't have a yard yet, and I don't have a place to plant things in a yard, I haven't been super experimental. I've planted some herbs and vegetables, obviously, in pots. Like, I've done tomatoes, I've done cilantro, that kind of thing, snap peas, but nothing major. But this still is a wonderful resource. So, if you're interested in gardening and want to learn a lot more, I would highly recommend this book. Again, it's called The Edible Garden, and it's from the editors of Country Gardens Magazine. So, another book that I have that was also from my brother-in-law, was called Miniature Japanese Gardens, Beautiful Bonsai Landscape Gardens for Your Home by Kenji Kobayashi. And this is, again, more about bonsai. It gives you detailed information about plants in the back that you could be using as a bonsai. It also introduces you to 
different diseases and pests that you might be running into, watering information for bonsai, what tools you should be using, how to experiment within your own garden or within your own home too, and how to create amazing little bonsai terrarium landscapes within your house. What to use, what's the best products to use. So the author breaks it into different parts. So for example, part one is designing a miniature bonsai landscape and it breaks it down into different kinds of landscapes that your bonsai garden could be in. The second part is just bonsai landscapes in general, how to display them. Part three is using everyday containers. So using containers that you can use for your own bonsai tree and your own little bonsai landscape. And then it goes into the outdoor bonsai landscape. So if you wanted to create a bonsai garden in your own yard, like what would you have to do? How to utilize your own existing garden? That kind of thing. And part five gives you all the basic information of tools, pest control, different sands and stones and potting mix you should be using, all of that good stuff. So if you want to learn more about bonsai or you know a little bit about bonsai, but you want to experiment even more, this would be a great book too. Again, it's called Miniature Japanese Gardens. And my last book is called The Complete Houseplant Survival Manual by Barbara Pleasant. This is probably my most used book because it is so encompassing of all of the houseplants that I have, that I'm doing research on, that I just want to learn about. So this one is broken down into a few different parts. So the beginning just introduces you to houseplants in general and a little bit of a plant identification guide in the beginning and just some basic info. And then the first part talks about blooming houseplants. The second is foliage houseplants. And then the third part talks about just general houseplant care. So there's a huge section of just how to maintain your plants. If you're having a problem, this could potentially be your solution or detail what the problem is. And I love it because it gives you a blurb about the plant in the beginning. It talks in general about how it's used, what it looks like in different seasons, and then it goes into specifications. So what kind of lighting, watering, soil, fertilizer, all that stuff it needs, how long it lasts, if there's any propagation that you could be doing, and then it also gives you troubleshooting. So if it's a plant that has a decent amount of problems, it also introduces you to like, okay, well, if the leaves are turning brown and you're still watering it fine, what's wrong with it? That kind of thing. It goes into a lot of detail about different problems. It also, which I love, talks about the family that it's in, where it comes from. It also gives you the full Latin names and all the common names, and it gives you really nice pictures too. So I highly, highly, highly recommend the Complete Houseplant Survival Manual because I use that very often. I know this is a little bit different than my normal podcast, but I wanted to go through all of them with you guys so you can kind of get an understanding of what they sound like and what they are before you purchase them. I obviously am open to getting more books and I will keep updating you as I go and get new resources. I'm a sucker for books because they're physically in front of me. I don't have to keep switching back and forth on my computer from the resources to where I'm typing my information and the book can just be sitting right in front of me. I can sit on the couch downstairs and just read it and learn more about it. So I am a sucker for a good houseplant book. So the ones that I just talked about, I highly recommend. The Complete Houseplant Survival Manual is probably my favorite out of all the books simply because it's so encompassing. But the Practical Cacti and Succulent book 
is probably my other favorite simply because it goes into so much detail with just cacti and succulents. I will continue using these books throughout the podcast that I create for you guys, but I think I'm going to jump into talking about what websites I like to use or what websites I have found have been helpful for me with some really good information. So one website I've mentioned a few times, it's called Plantarina. This is actually a website that does sell houseplants and the woman who owns it that's in the YouTube videos is based out of Florida and they kind of separate their website into different sections. So they obviously have all of the plants you can shop from. They also give you a place to check out different plant care. They don't have every single plant listed for plant care, but they do have some really good general information. And you can kind of see their story and videos and information. And it's a great resource. I really, really like following them. I read her blog. I follow her on Instagram. I watch her YouTube videos. A lot of times if I'm having a question on, for example, I staked my Monstera for the first time because I've had the Monstera for a couple years, but I just staked it and I wanted to learn just how to do it and what I should be using. So I watched her video and I learned a decent amount too. So she's also very funny. She has dry humor and I, I love that. So I love following her and getting information from her and the company in general. So I highly recommend checking them out and even looking at their plants. They have amazing plants too. Believe it or not, another resource that I use is actually University of Wisconsin-Madison's horticulture program has the, their extension of plant information. So when I did my podcast on alocasia, colocasia, and caladium, they had some amazing information that was completely relevant to where I live, which is really hard to find information talking about it as a landscape plant and a house plant. So wherever you are, Check out your local university extension and see if they have a horticulture program or houseplant information or if they have papers written or anything like that on information. It might be a good place to start just to check it out. So I've gotten some information from UW-Madison's horticulture extension. So that's another one you could do. So another resource that I have found useful for some of my podcasts was The Sill. So I know the sill is known for selling plants, but they really do have some great information within their website that you could check out. And they have a very modern aesthetic and even their houseplants are beautiful. And they have amazing pots that you can buy your houseplant already potted up, which is awesome too. So the sill is another great resource you can check out. When you click on the plant that you're looking for, it gives you a little bit of background information on the plant. And then it also allows you to pick, you know, obviously your type of pot you want, if you want a pot, what size plant you wanted, what color you wanted. And then it gives you basic information on light watering, the tip, and it also gives you a little plant bio too. So that is also a great resource that I have found that you could definitely use. The last one that I'll mention, and it's Definitely not the last one that I use, but the last one I'm going to mention for now is the Encyclopedia Britannica. They actually have a ton of information about plants. So if you just typed in pothos and then you typed in Encyclopedia Britannica, you would come up with in your Google search exactly what you were looking for. They provide some amazing information on Latin names, common names, what family it's in, what it resembles, where they're from, and just 
really, really great landscape plant information. So Encyclopedia Britannica is actually one of just the few websites that I've been able to be relying on for information on the plant as a landscape plant. Because I'm in Wisconsin, houseplants usually don't work as landscape plants, so I have a hard time finding information as a landscape plant. So this has proved to be a very good website too. So again, Encyclopedia Britannica is a great resource for you to check into. So that's the information on just a few websites that I like to use. I'll post all of my books and all of the websites that I have used in the past, in the future, in the present on my website. So just houseplant-homebody.com and check it out there. I'll attach links to all the books as well. So you can purchase them if you like or just see what they look like. And I also would like to emphasize that websites and books are wonderful resources, but also try talking to someone from your local garden center or nursery. The garden center I worked at, I had probably three or four different horticulturists that knew exactly what they were talking about and had a ton of experience. So I learned a lot from them. And over time, the people that are working with the plants are going to know them the best. Granted, it might be in a greenhouse setting, but at least they know what they're doing, what their habits are, and all that good information. So even if they can't answer your question, some places might have a resource where they're buying the plants from that they can also find an answer for you. Also, don't discount houseplant places too because they are the ones that are going to be the major experts in it. For example, Ma Gen downtown in Milwaukee, Third Ward area, I believe, they are their own experts too. They carry houseplants, pots, different resources for your plants. So definitely call them, message them, whatever you have to do if you have an answer. I know you can go in there and they can answer your questions and repot your plants for you. So definitely don't discount the places like that. Most of the time, big box stores won't be able to help you all that much. So I would definitely check out your local nurseries and your local plant shops. Thanks for listening to this Houseplant Homebody episode. Really all about the resources that I use, whether it's websites or books or anything. I will continually put these kinds of episodes in between plant bios just so you guys have a good understanding of where I'm learning all of my information because that is all I want because that is all I want is to give you guys all of the resources that I have and all of the knowledge that I have and and learn from you guys. If you guys have any information or any resources that you'd like to share, feel free to share them with me. You can message me on my website, houseplant-homebody.com, or you can DM me on Facebook or Instagram, or comment on the podcast too. Either way, let me know if you have any feedback or resources that you'd love to share that have been successful for you, successful for you too. Thanks for listening to the 11th episode of Houseplant Homebody, all about the resources that I use. And this is just a reminder that you can find more on houseplant-homebody.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, or YouTube at Houseplant Homebody. All the social media links can be found on houseplant-homebody.com as well. 
And don't forget to join me on Patreon for exclusive podcasts, early access to podcasts, and exclusive content. Your support means everything, and I can't wait to continue bringing you guys more and more plant bios and info. Don't forget to check back every Tuesday for more podcasts. From one houseplant homebody to another, see you next time. There was actually one thing I forgot to mention in the bulk of this podcast was the landscape plant side of things. So the American Horticulture Society has a couple books called What Plant When and Great Plant Guide that I will also put on the website. And those are really cool because it breaks it down by color or it breaks it down by season and gives you exactly what plants will work in those times. I also use... Websites like Better Home and Garden. And then I also use a couple other websites. Bluestone Perennials is actually really good too. American Meadows is another website that I like to use. And then I also use some of the other websites that are specific to the plant. So, for example, Proven Winners is one website that I constantly use as well because they have specific varieties that I have seen in a lot of nurseries. So, I like to compare cultivars on that website. So just a couple places to keep in mind when you're looking at landscape plants. Again, nurseries and garden centers are going to be the easiest way for you guys to find information about a landscape plant for your own landscape. As I said with the house plants, big box stores don't necessarily have the people to help you with your landscape. So going to a local nursery and supporting a local nursery will definitely help you in the end planting the best things for your space. Plus, you'd be helping a local business too. Thanks for listening.